0: Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Gathered Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to kick off the series with a topic called Routine versus Ritual. How to make or break habits, which is so relevant to anyone who's planning to or actively making some changes in their life. I think it's fairly true to say that in times of normality, when everything's running smoothly, we tend to get a bit bored. We pause, start to lack motivation you think we'd be satisfied that nothing dramatic was happening, but I guess that's just not human nature. Yet, in times of crisis, or when shit seriously hits the fan and things are a fucking mess, we just seem to feel a call to action. That fight-or-flight instinct kicks in, and somehow we just manage to get on with it, despite loss, heartbreak, illness, financial issues, that after-pay life, am I right? But through that, we're resilient. Like I've literally just been through a big shift of my own. Over the last 12 month period, I made a bunch of changes after a bad breakup that rattled me pretty badly. But that push, it drives us forwards, willingly or not. It's often something that can only be found by accessing such raw emotion pretty openly or feeling so much frustration with the situation that things just have to change in a minor or major way. That situation aside, this same formula for forming routines or rituals or just breaking out of some old shitty habits that hold us back is so endlessly relevant. You can apply and reapply it at almost any stage in your life where you feel like you're just stagnating or not achieving your desired outcomes. So let's get into it. I want to talk about a quote I like that I posted on my page last week. It says, your curiosity is your growth point. I couldn't find the author, so sorry if it's yours, but um, basically the crux of it is we grow from our experiences, and you won't alter anything if you're not having any new ones. So I kind of liken it to if you've ever watched a TEDx-style talk or a new Netflix doco, and then suddenly you're feeling all inspired, it's that energy, like our mind is awake again. We have this new thirst for knowledge. We want to seek out information on something. It's kind of like that grass is greener mentality, only executed with purpose. We're not sort of flippantly deciding on something new and shiny or disregarding what we have or who we are, but instead questioning it, using our lack of satisfaction with the situation or a thing to pick it apart, either by adapting or trying something new in order to challenge ourselves and our beliefs. Which brings me to my next point. You really need to pursue these kind of ideas semi-ruthlessly without giving a fuck what people think. Otherwise, it's easy to just get lost in the details. Or worse, you'll give up before even starting. That's kind of a big factor, honestly. If you're a bit of a people pleaser like me, then you sort of do care a bit too much what others think of you. And that can just be distracting. It's important to block out as much of that noise as possible. I think you just know that your growth will make people uncomfortable repeat that a few times they might even be jealous but so what your life purpose isn't to sit around and worry about what people think outside of that box that's where the good shit happens where our wants suddenly outweigh our needs we start to see results realize our real potential and question or interrogate these new things we're doing when you can objectively criticize your old habits, you can find the root causes and break them apart. And that's when you get to start over. We're constantly surrounded by all sorts of external stimuli. There's social media, other people's opinions, material items. All of these distract us from time to time when we could be spending our life focusing introspectively, working to change the things that make us feel such emptiness or loss of direction in the first place. If everything is just disposable or short-lived, or we don't try and fix things because they're replaceable, we'll never learn to compromise or adapt, and we're going to forever feel trapped and unhappy when things don't work out. But how can you expect things to change with no real effort? I mean, come on, did you even try? This short-sightedness is definite dead-end road we just end up craving the next high from some physical or retail experience whatever will give us instant gratification with minimal effort and it doesn't satiate us for long basically you just need to decide to stop only you can tame that kind of madness of your own human nature avoid relapsing into that dissatisfied disorganized state acknowledge the need for order without being restricted by it And don't fall victim to repetition either. That cyclical process may involve repeating mistakes or bad habits over and over again. The notion of safety this provides is actually stupidity. The first step to breaking away from these habits is really to explore your curiosity. And naturally, when it peaks, don't force it. It might be a time for a career change or a new job. Maybe a relationship's finished or a toxic friendship has done its dash. Making changes isn't always physical, but more of a shift in your state of mind. I wasn't always this organized, but now I'm kind of the planner, the to-do list girl, that mate that's got their shit together, on a surface level anyway. But in my early working years, I was actually a bit of a different story. I'd sort of nervously fumble through this never-ending pile of tasks, work heaps of overtime, cancel plans last minute with my friends, I was eating poorly, skipping the gym, like nothing was under control. I let my friends down, I let myself down, and my anxiety would regularly get the better of me. I was just generally hating life, to be honest. Something had to change. I'm not sure when exactly, but I started keeping daily or weekly to-do lists as a sort of coping mechanism, and it became my go-to tool for organising my days so I could feel accomplished at even the smallest tasks, particularly since I have the memory of a goldfish, so I struggle to remember things at the best of times. Does that mean I'm still not late sometimes? Nope. (laughs) I'm only human, though. None of us are robots running to some tight schedule 24-7. That kind of uncompromising inflexibility is not ideal anyway. It's not fluid enough to mesh with real life. Keeping these lists just gave me an effective way to manage my time so I don't feel rushed or triggered by any situation. Instead, I feel calm knowing there's this order, process, a ritual, I guess, that I can follow. In fact, that flow or order of my day is often automatic now. So how does that apply to you? Can changing one bad habit sort of start a domino effect in your life? Um, I think so. It did for me. And if you can kind of make these adjustments in a few areas of your life, imagine where the next 12 months could take you. If used properly, routines are highly beneficial and not restrictive as they might seem. It's your custom-built life template if you do it properly. The benefits can far outweigh the time you spend planning these things and they're pretty much almost immediate. You can replace constant stress with an undercurrent of order or stability by executing actions with intent. Operating in this intentional way just means knowing when to say yes or no and being satisfied with your answer, not overcommitting committing to plans you're gonna cancel or things you won't actually wanna do. Just be selfish sometimes. The most valuable commodity we have is time. Time is finite. You can't replace it, so we have to be wise with who and how we spend it. What is a waste of time for one person could actually be really good downtime for another. That's kind of the important thing. We're not here to compete or compare, but simply to manage our own expectations and experience in the best way possible. I want to discuss a little concept called the habit loop. It goes as a little something like cue, routine, and reward. It's a three-part cyclical process by which over time and with enough repetition, our brain can put a certain behavior on autopilot. Unpracticed behavior, to get all scientific, starts off in the prefrontal cortex or the decision-making part of our brain. That's why it feels like tough work to get started on something new or to respond in a productive way as we're directly engaging with what is known as the active mind. With enough repetition, these habits become almost instinctual, like eating, sex, or survival. Suddenly, something that was difficult becomes like second nature. In reality, as busy adults, we need some kind of structure for our own sanity. Growing up, your parents probably did this for you. Remember that annoying 8pm bedtime? That set of rules organized your day as best as they knew how, so they could manage your mood, your sleep, and your well-being, There's a quote from a book I'm reading which says, When we were children, if we were given a game with explicit instructions and rules, we quickly lost interest. But if the game was something we invented or was loosely structured, allowing us to inject our own creativity, we could sustain interest for much longer. Therefore, our own methods for organizing our lives are pretty much no different. Anything too prescriptive that's boring or limiting, it's going to start to feel more like a chore than being helpful. Yet when we allow a loose framework, a plan that can kind of be pushed and pulled or reprioritized, we blend this feeling of freedom and control and reliable change can occur. I'm going to debunk a little myth I read about. Um, It's called the 30-60-90 so 30 days to make a habit, 60 days to make progress and 90 days to see results. It's catchy and it's a nice idea, but I guess it's kind of bullshit as many people aren't really equipped to continue on with this framework or they just start to resent it. When they fall off the wagon and aren't able to maintain those new habits without repeating this cycle all over again, they get frustrated and look for something new to cotton onto. The origins of this theory was developed by Maxwell Maltz, a plastic surgeon in the 1950s. He noticed a pattern amongst his patients. When he performed an operation, such as a nose job, it would take the patient about 21 days to get used to seeing their new face. This prompted Maltz to consider his own adjustment period to changes and what time frame was needed. In 1960, he published a book called Psychocybernetics, selling more than 30 million copies. But that's when the problem started. People replicated this idea en masse, and much type programs in misinterpreted his findings and hinged their transformation periods on this three-week idea. Hence the 30-60-90 thing was born. This is kind of a basic lesson in Chinese whispers, proving how when something goes viral, people often believe it. Taking a trend as factual at face value instead of questioning it. It's a common pattern in modern society. So what's the answer, if one even exists? How long does it really take to make or break a habit? A study published in the European Journal of Social Psychology revealed it takes approximately 66 days or two months before a behavior can become automatic. So if we use this statistic, you figuratively speaking have six solid opportunities a year to break old habits or make some new ones. These numbers get thrown around a lot, But a real how-to that stuck with me is from the field of NLP or Neuro Linguistic Programming by founders such as John Grinder. While I've only just started to scrape the surface, I'll attempt to put it into my own words. Basically, the four steps to reliably make changes are, number one, context. You need to identify your issue and its causes. What's the background or a situation you find yourself in that you want to change? Why is it limiting or frustrating? and what can be done about it? Number two, rapport. Is there someone or something that can help you? A person, a membership, maybe even a course or a program? Do you feel like you have a good affinity with it? And is it going to be able to sustain your attention in the long term? We don't want a band-aid solution or a quick fix here. Number three is congruence. Does this external thing or person share similar values that actually align with your goals, i.e. self-development or fitness? Can you see a resemblance between the offering and the outcomes that you want? And number four is ritual. What is the process or experience you're planning to have or are having? Are you immersed in this process and the steps that it involves? And how do you repeat and maintain this or adjust it over time to be ingrained in your everyday life so it occurs seamlessly? I'll explain it using the context of the gym. The situation I found myself in was wanting to be fitter, leaner, stronger, that kind of thing. Problem being, I was working a lot of overtime and I've never really been a morning person so I'd often just not make it to the gym at night and I used that kind of lifestyle as an ongoing excuse for why I couldn't take control of the situation. That's when I tried a gym called Body Fit. They had a 12-week challenge and it ended on my 30th birthday. Convenient, right? So this was both rapport and congruence. They were offering what I wanted in a realistic time frame and within my budget. And they also had trainers that were fun and at a place close to home. These overlapping factors meant I could make a change reliably. This then informed my new ritual – I had a goal to do five classes a week, which meant I had to do all morning sessions. If I stuck to the limiting belief that this was not fucking possible, which I didn't think it was, I would have failed. Instead, I trialled this routine and I kinda quickly found I enjoyed it. Not only could I get my workout done, but I had free time in the evenings to work, relax, socialize. By repeating this new sequence daily in an environment that appealed to me, I formed a habit loop. I got my outcome, and I'm continuing to do so until I feel the need to change it again to suit whatever's going on in my life. If you want a breakthrough, break your routine. We're somewhat blinded by our own bubble-like environments that consist of only of the people we know and the places we like to go to. This is our comfort zone. This regularity is almost rhythmic. It's so subtle, sometimes we may not even notice its pull or its influence on our behaviour like pretty much choosing to do the same thing week in, week out. These habitual patterns are the basis of our daily lives as we know it. Days, weeks, and even months can pass with ease. We've fallen into a bad routine. A ritual is a series of actions performed accordingly to a prescribed order. If you're religious, it's not unlike attending mass, or in business, it's the way in which an agenda sets the order for a meeting whereas a routine is a sequence of actions repeated regularly. Though similar, the principle behind each is different. So which one works? Well, that's up to the individual. Some people prefer some sort of prescriptive order and control and others enjoy flexibility. I think the real takeaway here is if you can apply a strong mental filtering system to what you need versus what you want, clearly identify your short and long-term goals and weed out the essential versus the non-essential so you don't get lost in the details, you can make reliable changes. Simply identifying the thing you want to change isn't going to be enough. That's just one step of the process. If you stop here or just talk about it, you probably won't get started. But forming a new routine or habit, it's gonna take some effort to execute. Planning your outcome is going to require a little bit more digging to undercover what your motivations are and how you can use those to drive you instead of falling into the old I'll do it tomorrow trap where you just don't take action. Don't fear that kind of change or unfamiliarity and don't limit yourself. I think it's good to try something new and you've got nothing to lose by shaking up your old routines and in their place you might even form some effective new rituals that work for you. Till next time, thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Emma. You can find us at Gathered Podcast on Instagram or subscribe on Spotify for more episodes soon. Bye.